from Salt River Fields, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, we're back here at Salt River Fields. D-backs and Cubs have begun. We're out here on the left field porch, and we are joined by Merrill Kelly, who's coming off a pretty good year as a, as a starter for your D-backs. And, um, Merrill, I'm going to talk to you about ASU here very shortly, but first of all, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I uh, had to borrow my guy's sunglasses right here. The sun's <laughs> kind of right in my face. But yeah. other than that, yeah, other than that, we're hanging out. The weather's beautiful. It's good to see some people out at the ballpark again. Um, okay, let's you know. Let's just start with ASU. That's uh, that buzzer beater over the weekend. I mean, you're an ASU guy, and when you see something like that, that's uh, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, especially when it's against the Wildcats down south. Uh, <laughs> I didn't watch the game, but obviously I saw the highlights. Um, usually Ken Kendrick or uh, Ken Crenshaw, our head trainers, usually keep me updated on what's going on in ASU sports wise. Uh, but I woke up and saw that highlight and just the chuck up, and it was it was a pure shot too, just pure swish. Okay, can I get right to it right now? I'm not going to dance around at all. I can't stand the pitch clock. Are you okay with this, Merrill? Are you okay with the pitch clock? Um, yet to be seen, I think. Uh, I haven't thrown in a game with it yet, just kind of backfield IBP stuff. Um, I definitely didn't like how the game ended down there in Florida. Uh, I thought that was, uh, you know, watching baseball games and, and growing up loving the sport, I, I think it takes away a little bit of just the, the, the essence of the game, right? Like, the whole point of the game is I throw the pitch and you try to hit it. Um, so when I see it, not only in a bat, and especially in a huge situation, bottom of the ninth, yeah. you know, like that's the stuff we dream about as, as kids in the backyard. Bottom of the ninth, 6-6 six, six game, two outs, full count. Um, and to see not only in a bat get taken away like that, but also the game end like that, it's, it's a little tough. We're talking to Merrill Kelly. Uh, Merrill, I was filling in on a show a few years ago, and we were out here at spring training, and it was it was you were just breaking in with the D-backs, like you were looking to make the jump to Major League Baseball. And you've obviously made that jump, and last year in particular was uh, was especially good. How, how different are do you feel now when you're out here for Cactus League action as opposed to when you were first breaking in? Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely different for me. It's a, it's a it's a good feeling. Um, you know, just running around on the backfields and, and kind of going into camp, just kind of going about my business. It's a little bit different than than coming in as a rookie and you know trying to be everywhere that you're quote unquote supposed to be and and uh, making sure you're not stepping on anybody's toes and making sure you're in the right place at the right time. Um, coming in this year, just this will be my fifth year with the team. Um, it, it's definitely special. It, I'm an, I'm honored to be here for as long as I have been and. and and hopefully another, you know, another three years, including this year. Um, but I'm excited about this year's team. I'm definitely more excited about the squad we have going into this year, I think, than I have been since I've been here. Can I ask you why that is, Merrill? Uh, just the the brand of baseball we were playing towards the end of the year last year. Um, you know, I, I think if everybody kind of saw it, everybody was excited. We had a bunch of young guys come up, yeah. um, kind of infuse our team with some some young energy, some young hunger, and and some good speed. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see what we do, and you know. Obviously, we got guys like Christian Walker coming back who did what he did last year, and we've got the veteran presence coming in with Evan Longoria. Um, so I think you know if you take those two uh, pieces of the pie and you put them together, I, you know I think we're looking at a pretty good squad. We're talking to Merrill Kelly. Um, is this weird sitting out here watching your team play? I mean, I know sometimes you watch from the bullpen, but sitting out here in left field, just kind of doing an interview as your teammates are playing baseball. <laughs> uh, a little bit, but you know, it's kind of kind of part of the job. You know, it kind of comes with the territory. But it, it's not a bad view for you guys got from up here, other than the other than the sun. Yeah, that sun. I don't know. What no, you're we're loving it. Are you one of these guys comes comes into spring training with a goal, a purpose? You're, you're you're trying to work on something particular to your craft. Are you one of those guys? Uh, you know, I, I think it kind of depends on the year. Um, you know, there's some things that 
you want to put different work into, different off seasons, and that kind of carries into spring training. Other off seasons, you you know, you might feel good where you're at and what you have, and you're just trying to get ready for the season. Uh, this year, I'm trying to implement um, a different pitch. I'm trying to implement a slider, so that's kind of my focus on this season really? or on, on this spring training. Um, you know, I think it would be beneficial uh, in my mind, especially against right-handed hitters. I think I had a lot of opportunities last year to, to kind of put right-handers away. Um, if I had a slider, I think it would have uh, boded well in the, in those situations. So that's kind of my focus for this spring. And obviously with the with the WBC, a um, little bit of a different spring, but I'm, I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that. Merrill Kelly's joining us right now. Uh, Merrill, we talked to Mike Hazen a couple weeks ago about all the rule changes, not you know not just the uh, the pitch clock, how that could potentially benefit this team the way it's constructed. And Mike Hazen was like, "We got to wait and see. You know, who knows how it's going to play out." But when you have a, a, an outfield like you have behind you with those those young guys that are pretty fast and pretty good defensively, uh, how much, and especially with, with what they can do on the base paths, I mean, how much do you see them potentially being able to take advantage of some of these things? Yeah, I, I think you know I I don't think they new going into putting the the squad or the roster that they did together. I don't know if they envisioned the rule changes. I don't know if they knew that was coming. Um, but if they did, they did. It, I think they did a damn good job of of assembling some speed. Um, and, and like you touched on with the outfield, just them running around. I would put I would put those guys up against probably anybody in the league. To yeah. be honest with you, um, with Alec Corbin and Jake running around, I mean, there's probably not going to be too too many balls that that fall down. You're going to have to hit it pretty dang hard uh, for it to drop on the grass. So the confidence is is just there. You know. You, even if you make a pitch and the guy hits it out in the outfield, you can just know that you can attack because those guys are going to go run it down. Um, as far as the you know, the speed with the rule changes in the pitch clock, um, I think obviously in the minor leagues, I, I think the stolen base uh, percentage or the, at least the, uh, the attempts, I think, went way up. Uh, so I think that bodes extremely well for, for our team. You know, you got those guys that if you get on base, they're going to cause havoc on the bases, and the pitchers are going to have to not only keep track of the clock, but keep track of those guys at first base as well. And doing that, of course, two disengagements, right? Yeah. That's all you're allowed right there. I, I just, I'm, I don't know if I like that. How about you? Yeah, for me, that's going to be the most interesting part. Um, I've said all, all spring training when people have asked me about it, you know, the pitch clock especially gets the most, I think, the most questions, yes. the most, uh, you know, notoriety Pace of so the game. far. Pace of the game. Um, and so far, you know, I don't hate it. Watching, there's definitely a, the rhythm to the game. There's a there's a nuance to the game now. So I don't hate it so far. But when you mix the pitch clock with with limiting how many times that we can pick off and giving people extra bases if we don't get them, I think that's when things kind of get a little hairy. Um, for me, I'm a guy who likes to pick people off. Uh, I feel like I do a decent job of it. I think I had four or five pickoffs yes. last year. Um, so. I'm I'm not too mad about it because I think some of the fast guys in the in the league are going to start trying to game that are going to start trying to take advantage of that. But I think they also have to uh, I think they also have to acknowledge that if there's a guy on the mound that has a good pickoff move and isn't scared to you know give that guy an extra base if he gets him out, um, I think you're going to see a lot of guys start getting picked off. I think you might see a lot of uh, you know pickoff induced rundowns from first and second with guys trying to get walking leads as the clock goes down. Um, but for me, I'm always going to be keeping an eye on them, and if, if they you know try to start getting reckless over there, I'm definitely not scared to try to pick them off. I didn't really think about the walking lead as the clock's going down. That's, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, because uh, everybody's eyes are going to be on it, right? Like the pitcher's eyes are going to be on it, the hitter's eyes are going to be on it, and I think the base runners kind of go the same for that as well. Wow, that is that is crazy. Uh, Merrill Kelly's joining us. So Merrill, you you know you get into the league, and, and maybe when you're first breaking in, you can sneak up on some hitters, but then you show you belong, and they kind of adjust, and then you adjust back. And now you get to this point. You had a really good season last year. I mean, are you expecting a pretty big adjustment from from teams around the league again, or is that kind of where 
wander off a little bit the deeper you get into your career? Uh, you know, I think that's something we'll have to see once we get going. You know, I, I think we'll have to see what the approaches become, um, see if it changes at all, see if they're if teams are trying to, a different approach. Um, I was actually talking to Evan Longoria last or yesterday about, um, you know, I like picking people's brains on who's faced me and on teams that have faced me. I kind of like picking their brains on what the, uh, you know, kind of what the, uh, the scattering report was on me, so I was kind of picking his brain as far as what the the Giants were trying to do last year. So that's kind of just little things we try to pick up on. Um, I know guys try to like uh, try to be aggressive against me just because I, I throw strikes, um, and that was kind of what he talked about as the plan as the year went on and I faced them longer. Uh, that was kind of their approach as they kind of stopped trying to get deep in counts. Uh, they started being a little bit more aggressive, um, and you saw that kind of in that last game that I threw against them that they put up that eight spot. So um, we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, I'm always trying to adjust. You know, as a pitcher, you're always trying to stay a couple steps ahead of the hitters, and I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, you hear me talk about it, trying to implement a new pitch, um, just trying to keep them guessing. So we got some young guys competing to be on the rotation and in the rotation, of course. How much do you mentor these guys at all? Do you, do you kind of grab them by the shoulder and being a grizzled veteran that you are right now do you kind of give them some insight um me i've always kind of been a lead by example type guy um i'm I'm not one to kind of go out of my box and kind of offer opinions when they're not asked uh just because i don't really know how guys are going to respond to that right like some guys want that some guys want the veterans to come up to them and like you said grab them and Mm -hmm. say hey this is what i see you know other guys are pretty confident in themselves and they've in their minds, they've gotten to this point on their own. Um, so I kind of let those guys kind of do their thing. But I'm always open if anybody ever has any questions about what I do or what I think or what I see. Um, I'll definitely always answer those questions. Um, but I, I typically try to you know kind of stay in my lane. But I'm definitely open for them. We talked to uh, Dre Jamison and Ryan Nelson earlier in the show. Are there is there one or two guys that you you see already and you're like maybe people don't know about this guy or how good he's going to be, but you can tell just because you're a pitcher too. Yeah, I mean those two guys especially jump out just because you know what they did coming up at the end of the year and how well they pitched when they got to the big leagues um i know there was some questions around dre i think a little bit just because the numbers in triple a weren't there uh but i mean you guys saw what he did when he came up um he's definitely a confident kid uh he believes in himself he believes in himself and as he should he's got really really good stuff um the guy pitching right now brandon fought uh, this is this will be the first time that I've actually got to see him pitch live. Um, but everybody that I talk to in the organization speak very, very highly of this kid. Um, they the way he goes about his business, uh, he knows how to pitch, and I, I think this stuff plays pretty well. Merrill, are you a goal guy? You come into a season and you said, you know what, I want to I want to hit this number, this mark, right? Are are you a goal guy? Uh, not too much. Uh, I kind of try to take every game by game. Uh, I have kind of intermediate goals i guess and and that kind of depends on each and every game more than the longevity of the season mm-hmm. um like in my mind i want to go six at least six innings every game um I think, you know, starting pitcher, I, I think that's kind of a good gauge in my mind of, of what it's a good game and what's not. If I go six, I did my job. If I go anything over six, then it will, you know, kind of icing on the cake. And if I go under six, in my mind, I didn't do my job that day. Um, but innings for me are huge. You know, like you guys saw last year, I really scrapped my way to 200 innings. Um, and I guess going into the season, that would probably be, if I had a goal, that would probably be the only one is to try to get to 200 innings. Otherwise, cool. it's just win, ba- win, win some baseball games. Merrill, we we appreciate it, man. Continued success this season and beyond, all right? Yeah, appreciate you guys. Thanks for having Thanks, me. Buddy. Thanks a lot. That's Merrill Kelly joining us right there.